Welcome to the Christmas Party Edition of Philly Sportscast with your hosts, Derek, Santa Claus, and E-Money. What's going on, What's fellas? up? Ho, ho, What's ho. Up? Cheers. Oh, we got a special guest? Who is it? That was the Toaf Man. You can't hear him. I would have been here earlier, but I got pulled over for running a stop sign on the way. <laughs> but I was sure to thank the officer very much, tell me he was doing a wonderful job, and to keep up the good work. Right on. That is reference to E-Money. Yeah, too bad he knows who Toaf is. <laughs> hey, I know your brother. Yeah, he's Toaf probably still would have got the ticket. <laughs> I did. So Okay, guys, listen. It's a celebration. We're celebrating the season. Another year under our belts of Philly Sportscast. <laughs> 51 shows in the can. I'm sorry, 50 shows in the can. 51 tonight. Only missed one week because of vacation. Of course. You gotta you all have to rest. So now... Didn't we miss two? I don't know, maybe. E4 or E3 or E7? Oh, no. Oh, editing right. process. Okay, we missed a couple, but we're all right. <laughs> We got something in there. So, gentlemen, congratulations. Let's talk some Philly sports. Woohoo. Birds. Go birds. Birds. Meaningful game in Dallas. Dave, take it away. I'll tell you what. What a great game on Sunday. Even when he couldn't help himself, Dave. I'm still just amazed. Three weeks ago, if you said birds are going to win two out of three of their next games on the road, what? we all said, nope. Could they possibly Bye-bye. sweep this road series that we said was going to be so devastating to them. Could they possibly sweep it? You know what? I didn't pick them to win once yet. I'm going to keep saying no, they can't. Good for you. Just so they can keep doing it. I'm loving it. Well, you know what? Taking uh, two out of three from this road stand, I'm happy with that. If they can take two out of three and lose on Sunday, that would be sweet with me. They guarantee themselves a playoff spot if they win. That right. they do. Wouldn't, so that's huge. Yeah. But wouldn't, huge. It be, wouldn't it be in true Eagles fashion if they had to lose go to the, the next wire. two? Yeah. Just really to lose the next two, go, happy effing new year, guys. Oh! Yep. But, so, uh, but yeah. hey, that's not looking that way. I mean, they Garcia can, looks good. Everybody looks good. They can certainly win this game. I know we're all high up on the Eagles now. When we were low on the Eagles, when they were playing we played it, at man. Indy. We played taps. Yeah, we did play taps. We'll mention We it. need to be chastised if they make the playoffs. So, E-Money. Hold on, real quick. Everybody online agreed with us, too. Everyone from... Right. Play it, play yeah, it, play it. Yeah, Bearface. I agree. was calling for... We're feeling the pressure. We all believed it, though. I we did. believed these three games. It didn't matter the season. What was happening right then, it was the three games that were coming up, the Indy game, the Atlanta game coming down. Yep. It was just, they couldn't do it. There's no way that was happening. Well, you know what? This is also a testament of how bad the NFC is. I mean, 8-6, and six, the Eagles are in position to actually win the NFC East. Yeah. Going 10-6. and six. That's unbelievable. That's that's ridiculous. But that's that's what they're into Speaking right now. Speaking of Pearface, he just joined the chat box. Oh, beautiful. What's going on, Pearface? What's up? What's up? You know, it's actually kind of crazy. At the beginning of the year, we said there's going to be one team coming from the NFC East. There can't be three just because the NFC East. Washington came off a uh, playoffs last year. The Giants look good. Dallas is rebuilding. We all thought the Eagles were going to do it. We said there's going to be one team. There's going to be maybe three teams coming from the NFC East. Insane. And they're going to be 8-8 eight eight or 9-7 and seven or whatever. These horrible, horrible records. It's a disgrace to them even be talk about playoff caliber, but it's it's how bad the NFC is, man. It's, it's true. It's true. It's bad, but... But we'll take it. We can get it. We'll take the playoffs. You know, Eagles yeah. maybe first round, you know, somebody from the West, some other team, they make it and all of a sudden championship game you never know exactly never know anything can happen in the playoff speaking of anything that can happen what's with two things i have to eat a little crow here saying your because your boy is a pro bowl player yeah i was going to bring that shit up i was waiting to hear that hey man hey man gotta give him props gotta give him props i give him props and i'm telling you he listens to the show i'm sure that was a motivator (laughs) for him 
this B-Dawk, year. B-Dawk. Brian Dawkins, congratulations on your Pro Bowl. Sean Andrews, congratulations on your yeah, Pro Bowl. First Pro Bowl for Sean. Awesome. It's yeah. really nice. I agree. And who else made it from the Eagles? Lito. Lito Shepard constantly makes that Pro Bowl team, doesn't he? That he does. That he does. And what's up with that? E-Money, who got, off, who got left off the Pro Bowl list? Uh, well, Westbrook got off the Pro Bowl list. That's a bit of a topic right now. Yeah, but he's an alternate. He is an, an alternate, alternate, and he deserves to be an alternate. I mean, there's a lot of different, other, you know, a lot of better running backs out there. So in the NFC, and Jeremiah Trotter is an alternate as well, which I think he's, he's he shouldn't even be an alternate. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, he, I mean that, that that linebacking core is horrible. I don't know how anybody from that front seven could be nominated to the Pro Bowl. It's pretty ridiculous. Although I, I don't think Brian Westbrook is a Pro Bowl um, running back when you see the caliber of NFC running backs. I mean, look at Frank Gore. I mean, you wouldn't even think of what he's doing but doesn't he isn't he close to leading the league in rushing this year oh he is yes jackson gore you know jackson from st louis frank gore from san francisco they're two better running backs than brian westbrook dude i think westbrook is up there in the caliber easily tiki barber the only reason he made it not the only reason retirement but, year right so that was huge so you have three running backs there the fullback no one plays fullback you know what i mean they always put a different running back back there you don't need a fullback bring one of these guys in as fullback bring I, your tight end there bring your extra running back in which would be it. nice well, but hey so be it Gives you more incentive next year. Go for it. Go for it. Hey, why not? But, I mean, it's not more incentive for him. It's more incentive for Andy Reid to say, hey, you know what? Let's run the ball. He can run it 20 times a game. Go for it. Totally. So, we're we're hyped about the Eagles. I need predictions. Dave, I need a prediction for this Dallas game. It's on Christmas night, 5 o'clock. We're going to have our bellies full, and our kids are going to be running around. And what are we going to be doing? We're going to be cheering. We're going to be screaming. We're going to be yelling. We're going to be drinking. It's going to be a good day. Oh! We're going to be cheering. We're going to be screaming. We're going to be yelling. And we're going to be drinking. Not in that order. but Not in that order. <laughs> Give me your prediction. Unfortunately, I'm going with the Cowboys. But you're being serious, not just because you said you're no. picking against oh, them. Oh, no. Right. I think the Cowboys are going to be up for this because this is for number one position in the NFC East. This They've already clinched a playoff spot. Right. But no, this is for first place. First they win place, this. Yeah. Now they have first place. Right. It's done and over. See you later. We have this. We clinched it. I think the Cowboys are going to come out. I think they're going to run the ball between Julius Jones and Marion Barber. And for some reason, the Giants don't want to run the ball. I don't think the birds stopped them. I think the Giants stopped running the ball for some reason. Hey, let's Eli throw the ball. I think the Cowboys are going to run the ball. I think the Cowboys are going to win 28-13, something like that. You want me? I think the Cowboys are going to win as well. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go with a 24-17 Cowboys. That's what I'm going to do because I, I'm agree with you. I think they're going to run the game. They're going to establish a run early, and they're just going to pound it up in them, and that's just the end, of the end of the road for them. And That's what Bill Parcells likes to do. He likes running the ball. He'll score a touchdown and run the ball. I'm run not the saying I want to see the Cowboys. Cowboys win, and I'm not hoping for the Cowboys to win. Of course not, but we're being very objective here. Right. I think the Cowboys are going to come in and just... Say, you know what? We're happy with two or three. I think the birds might even say that. Hey, we came out of two or three with this. Right. All we have to do is beat Atlanta the following week at home, which we Which is not do. a good mindset. By, right, because by now the they're looking a week ahead. That's not a good mindset. Go, we're going to run a. So hopefully they're not. Hopefully they prove us wrong, but I'm thinking 24 17. Yeah. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is at home. And also, if you run the ball, like, you know, that Dallas has proven that they can. Romo is an out of pocket passer. He can do some crazy things and set up a lot of passing for him. And he's got some threats. Glenn. Owens. It's going to be nasty. Witten. Witten. I mean, I mean yeah. Witten's an amazing on tight end. On. Exactly. So that's where I'm at. Before I get to my prediction, I, I just threw it out to the uh, chat box, and Paraphrase got back with hit. He gives me a prediction of Eagles 27-17 Monday night. I'm going with my own particular prediction. I'm going 17-13 birds. Oh! 
17 13 birds. You're always low ball on the points with all your, I all am, your predictions. Because I don't think these two teams have the opportunity to score. I'm just not this week. It's just my shot. That's cool. Does 17, I respect 13 it, Eagles. They guarantee themselves a playoff spot, and we have to play taps backwards. Like the. Dude, we got to get what's called. Clear. Yeah. So that was. um. <laughs> That's what my prediction is. And we got a big question from Pearface in the chat box. What are we drinking this evening? And I think we're drinking Bud. You know what? We're actually drinking out of a keg that has a working yeah, with a air, working air uh, tank. Yes, yes. Air tank Speaking over of there. that, let's all get a refill. Real quick, I forgot about our special guest. Toph, what do you think? About the Eagles this Sunday. Prediction. Well, well, I think the Eagles got the momentum right now. And I also think that uh, Garcia's got the confidence right now. And I'm going to go 24-21 birds. Ooh, I love that. Ooh, not a bad prediction. Not a bad prediction. 24-21 with a last-minute field goal that might be, be it. That could be it. Thank you, Silent Toph. No, they don't. No, they don't. Guys, I want to move on to the trade trifecta that's going on in Philadelphia. Yes. One, Allen Iverson gets traded to Denver. Two, Dave. Freddie Meyer gets traded to the Islanders for Alexi Zitnik. Zitnik? Yeah, I never knew how to say it. Zitnik. Uh, Can everyone understand any of these? Any of these Zitnik. Zitnik. Any of these hockey players. And then, five days later, Randy Robotai gets traded to the Islanders and the four, for Michael York. And a draft oh, well, pick. And a draft well. pick. It was like a fifth, fifth round. Fifth yeah, there's no big Dude, deal. You know what? In hockey, the draft picks are nothing. After okay. like the first five picks it's a crapshoot okay and also to round out the trifecta jeff conine was traded today by the philadelphia phillies to the reds for two players yes it's pretty amazing and also i mean the phil's also uh, signed rod brahas rod brahas Something like that? Yes. Imagine me butchering your name. He decided to forego um, Toronto's more lucrative (laughs) offer, guaranteed money, to come play for the Phillies. It's amazing. It's some pretty scary stuff going on when you want to play for the Phillies. So, let's go. Let's talk Iverson. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful trade. Billy King, good job. I really thought you were going to blow this. Yep. By waiting, it really worked out for him. He demanded those two first-rounders from Denver. They weren't willing to give them both up, and then they did. The fight might have had something to do with it with the New York Knicks. Of course it had something. I had to. But it... Like I was telling you money earlier, Dave, it doesn't mean shit until the scouting department for the Philadelphia 76ers right. steps it up and drafts two Now they're on the hot studs. Seat. Potentially three first-round picks this year. More than likely what's going to happen, they're going to probably make a package taking two, like, two of the three draft picks, trying to move up some. So they're yeah. probably going to get two really good picks. They're probably not going to get three. Right. It's a deep draft, I hear, and then maybe, but they have to make the right decisions. And that's what it is. This too. trade can either be a boom or a bust right. based and on those And they may decisions. be uh, first runner for the lottery as well. I mean, look at them now. If you look at all the players that are going to come out, who hopefully will come out, if they don't come out, the Sixers are going to be sitting there going, hmm. Yep. Uh, we'll take uh Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So yeah. hopefully everyone that's going to come out will come out. Who knows what's going to happen between Odin, between... We, everybody uh, wants yeah. Odin. I mean, everybody yeah. wants yeah. Odin, and if you got the number one pick, you're going to get him. So. And then Noah down from Florida. Let's just so. put it Let's just put it this way. This, you know, it, Allen Iverson was here for 11 years. He is, without a doubt, one of the top five 76ers of all time. Awesome. Easily. Awesome. He is a scoring champion. He's an MVP. He's a Hall of Famer. He's out of here, and people are cheering for it. You know what's a shame? Well, that's, good that's, or bad? That's the problem. That's... That's the Philly way, and that is um, good or bad. You know, I think it's 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 just the way that the mentality of the Philadelphia fans, because they, maybe they haven't had a championship in this long. It's very tough to play here. He said it, you, you know, on the quite frankly, he said he was underappreciated. Well, that's a bunch of BS. Well, too. that's what I I think. What it was was he doesn't realize. I think all the fans are saying to help the team, you have to leave. 
Right. Not maybe the fans aren't saying that, but, but that's educated what's fans made a deduction saying, "Yeah, we need to lose him. It's addition by subtraction." Right. We're not winning with him. Good luck somewhere else. We God said bless. that. We said that in April of last year. But maybe they, the maybe they had to wait for this kind of deal, though. I mean, I. Those two first-round picks are humongous. They're, I don't think he was underappreciated here, though. I don't think, underestimate the point guard that they got. What's his name? Oh, Andre Miller. Miller's good. Awesome. He is awesome. And what I hear, he's an incredible dude. He comes to practice all the time. He's a great guy to coach. He's great in the community and all this other fun stuff that you want in a, oh, yeah, in the a community basketball player. player. When he came to uh, Utah, huge, though. he came to Utah, and uh, Rick Majerus was like, listen, we don't need any of your junk, any of your baggage. You got to come here. You want to play for me? You are going to be my point guard. You got to come here every day. And that's what actually broke him into it. He started playing like a regular point, got drafted by the Clippers, and he did an excellent job out there. Always thought he was a great point guard. And when he went to Denver two years ago, I said, that's that's what they need. Him and Carmelo, that's going to be what they needed. He's going to push him over. Or not two years. Well, it was two years. It was the beginning of last season when he got there. But I said, that's what's going to push him over. It's going to help them win it. But it didn't. But I think he is a great point guard. I think he's going to help out a lot here. Pushing the ball around, giving shots to Korver, giving shots to... AI now, our new AI. Oh, our new AI. Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala. But they got to get rid of Sammy. Got to bring in these other bigger guys. Hopefully that they can draft. Bring in another power forward if they can bring in Noah or something like that. I mean, it's just a big wish list. It is Christmas time. I can ask for a lot right now. And that's what I, I ask for, for a win at Dallas. Hopefully we'll get that too. But um, let me ask you this. Um, do you think Denver with um, Anthony and Iverson, think that's going to be a wrecking to deal with this year? Nope. You don't think it's going to be a stud, nope. stud situation? Five, no. six seed maybe if they're lucky. Yeah, I think it's gonna, there's not enough hoops to go around. Yeah, they both – I think the stat was they both take 24 shots a game roughly. Oh, Jesus. They both have about 31 points scored a game. So, I mean, it's a lot of shots. They don't have a big man to go against. They're not going to be able to score against uh, – or keep up the score against L.A. L.A. still yeah, going they got a major Kobe. West Coast situation right. going on. So they're probably there. a fifth yeah. seed out there, the Mavericks and San Antonio. Yeah, there's too much talent in the West. Right. You, AI or no AI. You know, he's going to have to play Kobe Bryant four or five, six times in that. Uh, still in the arena this year. Right. So. AI is a great player. Oh, yes, but, he is. Uh, he's not making them an elite team. He's no. not a big man that can just change the game. No. That's true because they do. Uh, every team has not an AI, but they have a, a shooting guard, a point guard, you know, whatever you want right. to call them, that can do those things, can score those points. Like, then. Denver has Anthony to do what AI did for us here. Exactly. So no, now they're, they're going to be like, you know. No one in the basement shedding a tear for this trade. He's time, he was here for 11 years. Didn't bring anything to us. A great finals run in 2001. Party's Five over. years ago, Bubba. I hope he has his number dropped from the rafters. I think. He's I hope he does too. A great, great player. I mean, behind... I'll be the first Dr. one. J. I'll be the first one down there to be at that ceremony for him getting his number retired. Brian, Doctor J, like he was probably the. Yes, I will. All right. What about Larry Brown coming back? This talks about that. Not as a coach, though. Just GM? as an advisor. Would you want to? Larry Brown? No, he's an advisor to Billy King. It's well, he's not, already been an advisor well, to Billy King. Why wouldn't you want as much talent around this team as possible? What would Matt, what's it, what, well, what, because he's 66 not? years old. Why not? Who cares how old he is? Because he's making choices for things he's not going to be around for. No, he's advising the people that are making choices. All right, now, they're talking head coach, dude. No, they're not. They're not talking head coach? They're not talking, not talking head coach. GM? They're not, not talking not GM. Head coach. As an advisor. 
That's it. And hope he does come. Give him a big fat office. He's, he knows more about basketball than anybody in that whole building combined. And that, they kept saying, oh, we're not asking him to come back. We're just picking his brain, asking him about deals. Hey, what would you do if you did right. this? He might not know personnel because what did he do? He drafted that clown in Detroit over Carmelo Anthony. he drafted Darko Milicic. He did. Cause, two, number two. Yeah, but he never played him. He Like, I don't know. No, he drafted him, dude. I know. He didn't He didn't play him because he was stinking up the joint. But he's the one that was in charge, and he's the one that drafted him. Okay, I didn't know if he, he, really he came is. in. Nope. No, he, they said, hey, this is who we No, that draft. he was there. He was there for that draft. Look, he not really just over Carmelo the, Anthony. Dwayne Wade also. Yep. He yeah, screwed, he went over Dwayne Wade. That's he screwed insane. Detroit. Yeah. Screwed them with that pick. But he also won a championship. Yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> All right, Dave, I want your um, pontification on what's going on with the Flyers. I got the faintest idea. You don't. You got it or you don't got it? I ain't got it. You think that, you want to go? This team is terrible. It's no. not even worth talking about. You think it, they want to go with youth? Then they trade and they get Jitnik in here, get rid of Myers. So now they're bringing on a bigger contract and a lesser contract getting rid of the youth, basically. But uh, Zitnik can play the power play. He can really work it. Who cares? Who well, cares? Well, that's what. No, you need a power play to score. When there's six power plays a game. Right now, as of tonight, I think the Flyers had a $550 giveaway. $25 every time there's a power play. When they score, they give it away. They're up to $550, maybe $600. <laughs> so Louise. that's how bad the power play is right now. That's the bomb. That's awful. But in turn, that has something to do with the injuries. I mean, you have seven players out. you got to start bringing these younger players in. Uh, cry me a river. I'm not crying you a river. I'm just telling you. You asked them, Bubba. Hold on. Last, last year. I hear you injuries. Okay, fine. I, I appreciate McNabb's it. out and you're like, oh, but no, Eagles are no good. We lose booby no, balls. Listen. No, listen. Listen. I'm listening. Last night, when they lost last night, Two their head ago, coach, yeah. what's ago. his name? John Stevens. John Stevens went to the podium and said, shook his head and looked at the floor and said, I have no idea what's going on with this team. It's frustrating because every time they go out on the ice, they have an opportunity to turn this mess around, and they choose not to because they play poorly. Or they play with no heart. I don't. You guys probably didn't watch the game. The second period, we talked about this last week, was horrible. Not just them. Yeah, and you were saying last week, second period yeah. is, is both, horrible for them. Both teams played hard. I was like, uh, hello? Anybody playing hockey out there? Yeah. Hello? Horrible, horrible, horrible. They played an okay third period. Not good enough to win. Right. But doesn't matter how well you play in the third period. You got to play a full game. Right? Totally, totally. But that's yeah. I mean, little injuries are happening. You don't have a you know a nice little There's thing no going flaws. on. Yeah. So no how flaws. do you how do you still feel about your February prediction? Oh, I, I feel great. I mean, if they lose tonight, like they were losing, they have twenty two losses already before Christmas. Wow, they're going to probably lose <laughs> that thirty games before my birthday, if not your birthday, right. which is my birthday is January fourth, right. and Dave is January twentieth. So I mean, it's looking horrible. Dave was a good hockey player. I I wish I was, because then I'd go out and help my Flyers. Right on. What's with the? Uh, there's, I hear there's talk now they want to widen the nets for more scoring. Did you hear about that? Maybe that's just so with the Flyers are shooting, because they always shoot <laughs> oh, wide. They're gonna, wide, they're gonna <laughs> widen the nets for the Flyers. Are they widening the nets just for the Flyers? <laughs> Hopefully, they're gonna shrink their nets, widen the others. That'd be great. And uh, also, I hear there might only be one. Pennsylvania hockey team in the near future. What's up with that? Dude? Well, that's uh, after the whole lottery, or not the lottery, the uh, whole gambling, the slots. Right. Uh, Mary Lemieux was trying to sell the team. He was like ma- majority owner for the Penguins. I think it was called Caprice, uh, Capri Casinos. Yeah. Capri they were putting casinos, huge yep. money into it and said, okay, if we get a casino, we'll build your rank. You guys can stay. Yep. The slot or the gaming commission or whatever said, oh, no, we're going to give it to so-and-so. Awesome. So Mary Lemieux has no money coming in. They have a good young team. They're going to have to sign Malkin, Flurry. 
right. Crosby, Crosby right. Stahl, yeah. well, Whitney. Just, that's the state of the NHL, Dave. You can't. Nobody wants an NHL team anymore. Right, but no. Oh no, there's people that want them. Kansas City. Kansas City said, "Hey, we'll we'll build you a rink." There's a lot of people that say we'll build rinks. Right, but the Kansas City Penguins. Uh, they might go something different. They can gladly change their name. It will be the Kansas City Penguins. They said they yeah. will keep the name, but it doesn't matter as long as money comes into them for the next four or five years. Who cares? I mean, the Avalanche. And, and the, just imagine this, that, the, the Hurricanes. You, so they're the, all horrible names. Dude. You have like probably two of the best young players playing right now. So they move. Now all these little kids go buy jerseys again. All right. So they're going to get more money. Not that I want to see a move, but there's a real good chance they're going to move. I actually would like to see Pittsburgh get the hell out of town. Yeah, it's because been like 12 years. They it, keep saying that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And every Mario Mimu goes to the podium so every year, cries poor man. Yeah. And then he'll go so sick of it. Now, I'd like to have his problems with Malkin and yeah, <laughs> yeah, Crosby. They got such <laughs> a great team. Yeah. They're like... Uh, combined with the, their average is 19 years old. I mean, Jesus Who? Christ. Who? Exactly. That's Who? what you say. Yeah. Cry me a river. Phillies trade Jeff Conan to the Reds for Marone and Key. Um, their minor league outfielder Jason Marone and third baseman Brad Key are coming to the Phillies for Jeff Conan. Conan was the Phillies' fifth outfielder when um, Jason Worth came to the Phillies. Okay, yeah, oh, Worth came. Worth outfielder. Came, yeah. yeah, he came on Wednesday. So the Phillies got rid of Jeff Conan. Now they have these two guys. Um, let me just give you some quick update on who they are. The Phillies actually selected Moran in the fifth round of the 2003 draft before they traded him to Cincinnati in the 2000. 2004 for Corey Lytle. Wait. Moran hit a combined 328 with one home run, 15 RBI, and 20 stolen bases between single A Sarasota and double A Chattanooga. Ooh, do you think we're going to see either one of these guys playing for the Phillies? No. So, uh, okay. I mean, I always liked when Jeff Conan went to the plate. He always gave you a bat. Well, yeah, no, the question was, the question is for me, not to cut anybody off, but why does Cincinnati want Conan? Who doesn't want him? He's a, right. Conan is a very good platoon player. He's for what? Great, one more, two more years. One, so they're even more, trying to set who something up for one more Who cares about anything year. more than this year? I'm just year. saying, you think about, yeah, you think about Cincy, like, okay, this year, like, what are they, they had the hole, they pull Conan, they give us these, these scrubs, what are we getting out of this? That's usually I don't trades, know what you're getting like out of this scrubs. as much as them getting rid of Jeff Conan putting him in a better place to right. play. Well, Money? No, yeah, I don't well, know, man. I, mean, I don't have, understand it. You're gonna have I'll take a fifth outfit of Conan all day long. No, because then you have to put Chris Coast. He's got to make the team. Well, that's well. Coast is going to. They said he's going to be first, third, catcher, and maybe outfielder. They're going to try to play him at all those positions. But he's your final bench player, right? You know what that means, though. Trading Conan. What? Pat staying here. Burl. He is not leaving. No, they, no could, outfield, they yeah. could trade Burl for another outfield. Yeah. Well, Worth can play all three. Right, but said. no. Who's going to trade an outfielder for Pat Burl to say, okay, here, we'll no. go straight up. That's going to nah. be good enough. You're not going to trade him for Manny. Something like that. You're not going to get anything back. Unless Dave, they, that's very true because let me tell you, we're past that point in the talks now. Right. Those talks are done. So All that stuff is over our now. Outfield's Free gonna agency's be, in that involved now. It's it's done. There's no major trades going to happen for the rest of the year. You're right. So you're going to have Pat Barrow out there. You're going to have Rowan. You're going to have Victorino. You're going to have Jamie Worth. Or, uh, I don't I mean, know. Those, so, you're going to have Worth. Yeah. Maybe you'll have uh, Bourne coming up. Yep. Little speed there. That's going to be your five outfielders. And then you're just going to go with it. See what happens. Hopefully, you can. they can trade Lieber. And they cannot get rid of Lieber. I'll tell you what. We need some setup action, and they're that's not, just not happening. They're not just going to give him away. So have some patience. Right. Well, that's what they said. Wait after. New see year. what's happened. Yeah. See. We'll Spring see. train is right around the corner. It really is. 60 days away. How do you feel about that? 60 days away. I feel good. I ain't bad. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a you know, lot. it's it's all it's pretty crazy that we've had a lot of action on the Philly Sportscast backslash Philly Forum. And uh, we're going to move to the Paraphase Post of the Week. Oh, we can be heroes. 
right now, but the one forum which used to be a hotbed for talk and discussion has been the Flyers, and it has just been dormant. The last post in the Talk Flyers forum was by me. On November 26th. Was that when you put that sticky up there? Hey, yeah, check it. It was RSS probably the sticky of the RSS feed, right? Okay, everybody. I want to move from our previous discussion to the Pearface host of the week. Pearface, what's up? Merry Christmas. And we always get a Christmas gift from Pearface every day. Every day. day. And it's always nice to get. Right, E-Money? Oh, I love it. Dave? Sometimes like three times a day. Sometimes like three times a day. He doesn't work. Here it is. I wrote, I started this, well, I didn't start this post, but um, Epicable started it on uh, Billy.King, and we talk about the trade. And I wrote, waiting obviously worked in the Sixers' favor. Did they really get the better end of this deal, though? Pearface came with his insight. It's no secret that I've been critical of King and thought that he's been slowly destroying the Sixers' organization from which... Within. But I'm amazed at the package he got for AI. No other way to describe it. And I'll move to his last, his final paragraph. Either way you slice it, it was a hell of a deal for the Sixers. I think Denver had to pull the trigger because Anthony got 15 games for his part in the brawl on Saturday. I think the Nuggets need to keep pace in the West, and they saw Iverson as being able to help them keep them afloat until Anthony comes back. But still, I didn't think they would give up that much for AI. Good for King, though, but he better come up aces in the draft. He and better. That, he's on the hot seat. There's your pair face post of the week, and he hits it on the noggin again. Well, you know what? That's well, true, because we head. talked about that earlier in the podcast. I mean, uh, the drafts are very important. We got we to gotta have some superstars coming out of that draft. We got to make some right moves. You got to get something sweet. Superstars, Ev. You're right. Superstars. Hopefully, Billy King. It's something to it. build around now. You got to get Corver, uh, uh, you know, Igadala. And Corver well, so are think, the core of the team now. I hate to think Igadala, Kyle Corver's a core of anything. Well, you got to say Igadala, Carney, and Carney. Yeah, but Corver's going to be around, buddy. He ain't going nowhere. Corver's going to be. I don't shooter. mind that he's around. Yeah. Put give him the ball at the, at the top of the key. He can shoot it. Get him his twelve minutes. Well, that's to get what you out. hope, though. You have Miller bringing the ball down for the next three years. You're going to have Iggy. You're going to have Corver shooting it. You're going to have hopefully Odin. You know, a big that man like sweet. that, and that then maybe so you bring in another power forward, a six nine player that's going to come in. It's not going to be pretty for the first couple. Of years. No, no, it's not. That's I, all right. I, I, you know, we mapped it out last week. I said time to years. take a bath. It's time to go in. Well, they were They're taking a bath. Taking anyway. a bath. Yeah, you're right. It's so. all right. Yeah, why? Why always? Why finish Ooh. two games without making the playoffs every year? It's not worth it. Right. Instead of giving us a little Pathmark generic soap, give us some Dove. Give Come us, on. Give us some French soap. We're yeah. looking for some French. Go soap. for it, guys. Let's see. Guys and Tof, we're moving to what? The E Money Line. No way. E Money. Money, 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 money. The money line, the money line, the time for the money line. Who won against the Washington New Orleans game last week? Oh yeah, you banged it. You guys slammed me last week. Oh, that's a big. That ain't gonna, ain't gonna work. Ain't I think gonna Dave work. went. Dave and I went. David, I think you guys did a little shiver. No, actually, what I did, I pushed the micro microphone away, and I laughed at you for about five minutes. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, let me get a cheers up to E-Money's picks last hell week. Hell of a pick. It was a hell of a pick. To the Christmas party as well, fellas. Can't beat it. Cheers. Cheers. Good time. Well, I got uh, some three picks for you. We'll Do go you need with Dave it. and I to help you with any of these picks? Third one. Let's Thank goodness Toast here. Hey, you get into it. You know what I mean? Right on. I'm into it. My first pick is Denver, minus three, Cincinnati, at Denver. I really like Denver. Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Kapow, kapow, kapow. These are two teams fighting for a wild card situation. And I think the combination of Cincy's short week, get, losing the Indy, and that road trip, go, they got to go to 
to Denver, it's going to be a big problem for them. I think they're on the downward spiral is what I'm saying. And uh, Indy has shown it when they lost to them. Denver is minus three right now? Denver is, is minus three. Okay. Yep. Because they're at home. I think that's what I think they're Dude, pretty, they're what's, even teams. Do you know the over-under in that game? I don't know the over-under. The blizzard conditions that were there all week. Yes. Crazy. Might be thinking about for your line. You like Denver? I like Denver. I think Denver is going to make a difference in this game because they're at home. Jay Cutler's coming back. They lost four in a row before winning last week at Arizona. And, Ooh, uh, they beat Arizona. They beat yeah, but you know what? Arizona's coming into themselves. They were they the were definitely is, a different team than they were in the first half of the season. Right, but it's still Arizona. The defense stinks. Defense stinks. And that's what Jay yep. Cutler needed. And I think that he needed a little bit of confidence. Right. He's got the long ball, everybody knows it. And um I think the the running game with the Bells between Mike Bell and Tatum Bell, Mike I mean Bell and Tatum either Bell. way it doesn't matter where they go. One guy does bad, the other guy will pick him up. That's right. They both can run the ball too, huh? That they can. And you know what? Champ Bailey on defense that corner is probably the owner only corner in the NFL that can handle Chad Jones. Yeah, he's a pro bowler, man. He's, a, he's I mean, one of the Chad, best. Champ Bailey is going to be... I think that right there is going to kill... I think amazing. Champ Bailey is one of the best I've ever seen. Oh, I, I agree 100%. He reminds me of Eric Allen. So, really? that's my number one A lot pick. better, though. Yeah, but you know, but, but, are you talking hitting Eric wise? Allen made like 12 straight pro balls, didn't he? Whoop-de-doo. Come on, kid. I don't think he made 12 straight pro bowls. I'll find out, Dave. Go ahead. No, I'll, Sportscade. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave Money. So I like Denver today. I like Denver for my first pick because All I right. think that's going to go down. I love right. the Denver pick. Because it's three. Pick. You know, let me tell you something. First of all, you know my 16-17 week. You know my deal on that. Oh, can you rehash? Don't bet on it. You don't bet these weeks. You just don't do it. Do so you wait for the playoffs? Well, this is yeah, this is a tough week. San Diego already clinched. All Indy these clinched. Clinched. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, But neither I one of these two with teams that. clinched. They both need this game. Well, that's the thing. That's what's going on right now. NFC right now, even more so than the AFC, is it's up for grabs. Okay, it's not like it usually is. Sixteen. There's, there's no. Uh, there's not that many twelve and two teams, which there should be. Right. Right on. You know what I mean? Eleven and three teams right now. It's crazy how bad all these teams are, you know, pooping themselves. But that's why he's picking this game also is because... Fighting. It's fighting time. It's fighting. It's in Denver. But yep. now you got to go with the, the favorite at home. Yep. Short week. three points. Right. Since he's coming off a short week, they've been having some horrible, horrible games. Horrible games, man. And Champ Bailey, he's going to be locked down. you got to worry about TJ Hushmanzada and Chris Henry and all that. I mean, on the other side. Doing but, you know, don't else. forget, don't count out Denver's defense either, man. The I defense, mean, they haven't been showing up in the last, you know, couple weeks. But they are, like, the stellar. 10 10, 12 weeks. Unbelievable. Yes. And now they're fighting for a playoff spot now. It's all these teams fighting for a playoff spot. Dave, so I have to commend you on one thing real quick. I've, you've mispronounced words as simple as Smith. Last name's as simple as Smith or Doherty or something like that. But you get Hushmanzada every time. And Thank I have you. to give you a little hops on that. But yeah. that's because of that commercial. I don't want to be gotcha. like that guy from uh, Fantasy Football. Gotcha. DJ, who, who's your mama? Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Imani, let's get to number two. My number two, two pick. Ching, ching. You know it's because the roll into this number two pick because it's the, it's along the same lines as the number one pick with the must wins. And I will say this on his number two picks have been much more consistent than his number ones. That's true. Last couple weeks. And his number two pick is going to be Kansas City. Is it Pittsburgh minus three? Baltimore. Oh, I'm shocked here. Pittsburgh, of course, is another team that you know is on the winning path, <sighs> fighting for them. Fighting, so you know, you did that last week. I know, dude. But you actually do that every week. Dave, yes, and usually you win every week. Exactly. Who did, who did Pittsburgh play? Jacksonville last week, and they rolled Carolina. Up. Carolina. I'm sorry. Right. I always get those two teams confused. I think because they came in the same year. Well, they're two different teams. <laughs> because let me tell you, Jacksonville's a much better them. team than Carolina. I got confused. <laughs> Listen up, homeboy. I'm oh, I'm listening. I'm, I'm all ears, homegirl. 
Pittsburgh minus three against Baltimore. You right. haven't heard me yet. Okay, go ahead. First Baltimore, of all, Baltimore already clinched. clinched. That's that's huge right there. So everybody's taking a powder. Ray Lewis isn't playing. Jamal Lewis isn't playing. They um, don't care. This is this is. Let him, let him well, are you gonna let me talk? Talk, you money. Baltimore already has a playoff berth. <laughs> I, I, I said I wanted to see what happened. <laughs> Go ahead. Come on, E-Money. I'm drowning All over right. here. Baltimore already has a playoff berth, right? Right. Pittsburgh's fighting for a walk-off. They have a potential to have a walk-off. They, they really do have potential. They have to get potential. In they that, have potential. That shit team. Unfortunately, Unfortunately they do. They wow. have potential. You think the NFC's bad? What? You can't compare the two teams. What are you doing? Uh, well, if the AFC is, if Pittsburgh has still has a chance at a wild yeah. card, the AFC is just as bad as well, the no. NFC. Pittsburgh still has a uh, winning record right now. Yeah. Where St. Louis, Atlanta, Carolina, I mean, they're all six and eight, and they still have a, a chance right now. Okay, go ahead. Willie Parker's looking good last couple weeks. I mean, last week against Carolina, which is obviously Mosby playing, you know, a Pee Wee team paired to Derek, you know, ran for 132 yards. Great defense down there. Exactly. And he's, you know, he's going to be playing a great defense this, this week. And D-Man, I'm not taking anything away from Baltimore. I mean, they are a playoff team to reckon right. with. It's going to be, they're going to be in there and they're going to be in it to win it. Um, but I think it's going to be another thing of like, who wants it more? I understand. I understand. Pittsburgh P- needs it. They need it. They Baltimore can say, you know what? Uh, you know. Right. Steve McNair gets a little gets hit a little too hard. You're going to pull him Steve right. Steve McNair isn't doing very well either. He's not throwing a lot of completions. Um, they do have the um, the clinching that they may, you know, they may just ease up a little bit. Baltimore cannot have home field advantage through the playoffs. So I mean, they're either going to be a yeah. three or four seed. It doesn't matter right. either doesn't way. Matter, right? right. They're they either playing San Diego or Indy. They have nothing. No, to, they're going to be playing the one of the wild. They have nothing to reach yeah. for. And Big Ben's settled down a bit in the last three games. He's only thrown one interception in the last three games. So he's getting into himself. He's Knowing his receivers, I mean, you know, earlier in the year, horrible, horrible situation. But he's selling down now, and he's been through it before. I mean, look at Pittsburgh last year. Climbed those six games, seven-game yep. wins in a row. It was unbelievable. I realize that was a crazy, crazy situation, but Ben's done it before. It happens. And it happens, and that's why I like Pittsburgh giving three to Baltimore at home, which is another situation. Go to Heinz Field. It's tough. To, it's a tough situation there. Okay. That's my good okay. field, yep. Understood. E-Money, let's go to the reach-around. Oh, oh, oh. The reach around this week is Chicago minus four and a half, Detroit. Ooh. At Detroit. Let's talk about it, gentlemen. Let's talk about it. I've already said it, and I said it last week when you asked me when they were playing Green Bay. This Detroit team has totally given up. I will take Chicago. Whatever the point spread is, Detroit has given up on the season. Okay, okay. That's mine. Dave, given four to Detroit. I think uh, Rex, as we would say, Rex Manning, but uh, Rex Grossman. (laughs) No, I said... Yeah, I don't think we. Yeah, we did leave Rex Manning in there. Did we? Yeah. Okay, but Rex Grossman has to really prove himself to say, "Hey, I'm a good quarterback, and I'm ready for the playoffs. I want to kick the shit. I want to throw the ball. I want to do this. We have a good offense. Last week just wasn't a mirage here. Let's go do it. So I think they're going to come out. They're going to try to score. The defense is going to say 31 points or whatever it was last week. That's not good. That's not us. That's another thing about Chicago's D, Dave. You make a very good point. I don't know if this is what you're bringing up, but that defense scores points. Oh yeah. So it's not like. 
four points, will, it can go anywhere. It, yeah. can, it can go that four four and a half points can go anywhere. Detroit's given up. I'm telling you, this is like the perfect circle. And that's what I think. I think with Chicago, even though they clinched, I think Grossman and, and have a bot. Right. I think Grossman wants to prove something because he doesn't want to wait until after the playoffs. Yeah. Because he's going to have that week off. He needs to say right now, I'm going in with a, on a roll. Right. I'm your quarterback, Berryman, uh, so Clark, or whatever. So let's boom, pick boom, boom. on this terrible yeah. Detroit team. Benson, Jones, everyone's just going to have to keep going to prove this week. Next week, you take a, you know, you, they might take a week off and then have that bye week. But this week, they're going to come out shooting on all cylinders. I agree. Well, you know what's great? Because I agree. I I feel the same way. And let me tell you why. Grossman has the perfect opportunity to show everybody this week because how bad Detroit is. He has to. And he's going to he's gonna totally destroy them this week. Even though he doesn't have to. It's going to be one of those. And they're having all kinds of turmoil going on there with the guy that got arrested and he's got the one-game suspension defensive tackle. I'm not sure of his name. Right. Uh, with the guns and everything. I, th- I really think that they're going to go, okay, it's an NFC North game. Let's make it happen. So I, I think agree. four and a half points is nothing. And I think, I think right. they're going to win by at least seven. And he's going to be doing it. Hey, look, we're having fun. Hey, everyone's laughing and joking. The only thing I'm worried about, third quarter, if they're just smoking them, take them out, and then who knows what happens in that but fourth if, quarter. If it's not around seven, six or seven, then it's something you can be comfortable with. Right, but I'm just saying, if, say if it's 20 to seven. Right. You know, they're up by 13. Well, also, you got to remember, um, there's no running game. Detroit has no running game. So and it's all Mike Morris's passing game. So they're going to pass, Is Kitten playing, or did they bring in a Kitten new Kitten is playing. I thought they brought a new QB in up there, too. Oh, he's up there. Right. They may right. throw him in there in a game like this. But uh, you can't, even though that they've clinched, there's still a lot of question marks against Russ Grossman. That whole and offense, that is yeah. ki- got to be killing the team. Not just him, but as a squad. They need as a, a coach. They need right. this as a morale booster. Exactly. Smith, so they're gonna, they, it. Yeah, they got to go, you know what? Let's put them in the dirt because we got to show everybody that, you know, we're not losing games to win the games. Right. You know, all that stuff. And we're not just winning games because Earl Lacker, Vassar, yeah, right. and all yep. them. They, Let's show they, some they offense take, off a little right. bit. Okay. So that's where I'm at. That's my Excellent. three picks. Excellent. Excellent picks, E-Money. And Thank I want to move now to our parting shots. Dave. We were talking about Westbrook not making the Pro Bowl. Frank Gore, we were talking about when he played down University of Miami, he had two guys that he made sit on the bench. They were Clinton Portis and Willis McGahee, two top quality running backs. So he's making Westbrook sit on the bench right now. I congratulate everyone that made the Pro Bowl and everyone who has not. Good luck next year. Go for it, Westbrook. John Runyon, I mean, he's getting older. He should have still made it. But Frank Gore, Steven Jackson, all those players. Congratulations. Yeah, no doubt. Even though that game means nothing, it's not like any other All-Star game when they play. That is just after the season, they're like, hey, way to go. But Frank Gore, congrats. Like uh, E-Money's wife says, you're the only person I know who can find a hobby to where you got it drinking and talking about sports combined. Nice work, Ev. So, <laughs> I didn't I, say it. Well, D-Man, we thank you for getting us involved in this. There's no go. problem. E-Money, parting shot. Parting shots, you know, is kind of uh, same along the same lines as what they were saying about the Pro Bowl. And I have a little problem with the poll, Pro Bowl selection this year. Um, a little bit of a Tom Brady getting snuffed, and that kind of bothers me. Carson Palmer, who's got the Pro Bowl, they're eight and six. You got Tom Brady, who's ten and four up in New England, who's got probably no offensive line because of injuries. He's got no one to throw to. They took all his receivers away. He's making that team ten and four. I mean, he's a, there's no doubt about it. Now, if you're go, if you're if you're doing individual statistics as a quarterback I can understand that but he's the one up there it's a totally different situation Philip Rivers he's a rookie that's you know he's going to win a Carson Palmer and the and the um I, I'm really upset about Carson Palmer because of, what is it it's a it's a you know comeback 
player. They're eight and six. They're not a team. That's a team up in New England. That's my parting shot. Interesting, interesting. Uh, my parting shot is one that I it's not sports related. I want to say one quick thing. <laughs> I want to thank the rock band known as the Rolling Stones and their album called Sticky Fingers. I have been listening to this album for the past month, day in and day out, and I want to say to the soundtrack. Thanks a ton to Mick Taylor for putting down these terrific guitar licks, especially on Song Pitch. Love the song, love the track, love the guitar. Just a big, big fan and getting to be an even bigger fan. So that's it. Hey, welcome to the 60s, D-Man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Although 71, the, actually. Although the album was released in 71. Thank yeah. you, Money. And what The year? Stones have been around forever. You're like, hey, this new band. They call it <laughs> uh, uh, the Rolling Stones. I didn't say new I band. Think. They have this uh, album. Uh, what's that? Uh, I didn't say new fingers, band. Uh, <laughs> Uh, stick, I didn't say sticky, new band. Uh, sticky fingers. Yes. Uh, I didn't say new band. How about those Rolling Stones? I didn't Casey say new Casey, band. Keep going. Although I do appreciate it. So um, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I, that's what that's what's going on in my brain. You say what you say. You're, this is my this is where I get my time to talk, team. And we get to bust your balls. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. New Year. Happy New Year. Well, we'll see you before the New Year. Happy Kwanzaa.